welcome to the Femalepreneur Coach Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Barr. I am a transformational mindset and business coach and six-figure award-winning female entrepreneur. Ladies, I'm here to tell you that business and making money doesn't have to be hard when you're in alignment and flow. Inside this podcast, I will be showing you how to transform your mindset to program it for success, how to maximize your money vibrations, and how to redesign your business for ultimate financial and time freedom. You know you are meant to live an epic life, Now it's time to claim it. Hi ladies, how are you? It's been a minute. How is your new year? How is your January working out? Hope it is all amazing. So I wanted to record an episode today because this is um, a common question. Obviously, I'm a money mindset mentor and this is a common question that I always get asked from my clients. So You may have had a pay rise this year. You may have welcomed in new abundance. When you look back over last year, you may have realized that you you received more money than you thought. But where the hell is it? (laughs) So you still don't seem to have any money despite the increase, despite the, the money that you've manifested. Where did it all go? So this podcast really is all about addressing that. So I had this a little bit as well, actually this year, when I look back over how much money I had, you know, bought in from my business, unexpected sources, how many like other places, my coaching business, um, I looked at the entire amount and it was like, wow, that's a lot more money than I thought. Where where did some of that go? Like, hmm, I really had to kind of sit down and think about it a little bit. And you find this a lot, actually, you know, celebrities, when, they're, when they hear these huge headlines, like their net worth is this much. And they're like, really? Because, you know, I have no money. So where has that gone? And if that is resonating with you right now, then this episode is definitely for you. So when I had a look at it initially, it was just a few little things that, um, you know, perhaps I hadn't been intentional with when it comes to spending or just realizing, oh, yeah, just reminding myself essentially, oh, yeah, and I bought this thing and I did that thing and I invested this thing. And it all kind of reconciled itself quite quickly. But this was a problem that used to happen to me all the time that I maybe, you know, got an extra 500 pounds at work when it came to performance reviews and salary increases. But I never actually felt the benefit of that extra money. Like it just seemed to be absorbed with everything else. And this is typically down to containers and energetically what we are used to receiving. So I have this um, debate a lot of the time with my sister, people that are saving. They're like, well, if I cut out all of my expenses, then obviously I'm going to save quicker. But I am of the mindset that it's about actually bringing more money coming in and just being super intentional with it rather than just trying to stop money from going out because that comes from a real place of lack. And it's a debate that we have all the time. So finally, my sister said to me the other day, oh, I've got a pay rise coming. I'm really excited. And I literally jumped on it. It was like, oh my God, if you've got more money coming in, like this is your chance to really like quantum leap your savings um, in a really fun way without you having to like deprive yourself from absolutely every bit of joy in your life um you know because she was ready to like cancel her gym her netflix like stop buying coffee make her lunch every day and i'm like but if you're turning up for work with that energy where you are just miserable and everything is gray and there's a real lack around you do you think you know you're gonna have a 
you're going to be able to manifest anything positive or do you think you're going to continually manifest unexpected bills and that goal, that income goal that she wants for a house deposit, it will just, it will never get any closer because you'll be so miserable and so low vibe all the time. What a horrible way to like get to a goal, like just make it as painful as possible. So if you are in that, in that mindset right now of wanting to really make this year a game changer, then I really encourage you to think on how creative ways that you can bring in more money rather than stop money going out if on the things that are bringing you joy. But it essentially all comes down to containers and intention and purpose and focus, basically. So when you receive that pay rise or you that unexpected um, income, like did you celebrate it? Were you grateful for it? Were you really like, did you give it purpose and intention? Did you assign it to something? Did you save it? Or whether was there part of you that was like, oh my God, I need to spend it before somebody takes it. Um, I need to, um, or amazing, now I've got this money, it can go on that thing that I've been holding off from energetically allowing myself to buy because I didn't, in my mind, I didn't have enough money. Um, but now I've got the money, I'm going to spend it on that thing. Or did you feel so uncomfortable by having money left in your bank account that you kind of almost self-sabotaged and you started spending it without like just really mindlessly just to get back to a more comfortable state where you've been used to being um which is you know perhaps not where you want to be ultimately so if you're used to being in your overdraft whenever you're out of your overdraft does it make you feel uncomfortable is there a part of you that's like oh, I'm going to end up spending it anyway, so I better just spend it now. And it's all of those conversations and those patterns and behaviors that you really need to lean into when you're trying to change, create change. Um, we know that change happens at an identity level. So if you are associating yourself with the kind of per- person who is rubbish at saving money, who doesn't know how to manage money, who isn't smart enough to have investments because that's for the super rich and the the wealthy and all of these things. Like you need to become consciously aware of those beliefs right now. Like self-awareness is your superpower. And when you can spot yourself in the moment of a self-sabotaging pattern and behavior, that's where you can really create change and do something different, flip the script, change your behavior, change your reaction to that thought or that thing. Um, and create something different in your life, create something more positive. We know if you keep doing the same things all the time, you're only going to get the same outcome. Einstein said that, obviously. Um, And it's one of my favorite sayings that if you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. So if you always do the things that you always did, inevitably, you're always going to have the same outcome and you're you're therefore going to have the same things that you've always had. So if this year for you is all about the level up, about creating change, your next level of success, which by the way, it should be because we are spiritual beings having a human um, experience on this on this plane, on this earth, in this universe right now. We are meant to grow and ascend and expand and do all the things while we are here. We are not meant to stay the same, maintain, you know, stay small. We are meant to go out in the world and see, fulfill our potential, see what is possible. Um, and But we need to be doing it in a way that is serving us. So it's not about just continually bringing more money, more money, more money, but then not translating that into not creating an energetic exchange between that money and something that lights us up and fulfills us. We're just 
spending it in Primark on things that literally break the first time we use it. Or, you know, if we're not getting joy from the, the things that we're spending that money on, then again, it's pointless. That can lead, that can signpost to a self-sabotaging behavior. Perhaps that you have a limiting belief that is around money. That means that, you know, it's going to go anyway because people always take your money. So you might as well spend it quick now. Whether you have anything to spend it on that's really going to bring you joy or not, just get rid of it. And I definitely had this behavior, this belief for a long time. So when we're not sure... How we do one thing is how we do everything. It is law, it is known, it is it's habits, how habits are created, it's psychology-based, it's science-based, it is fact. So if you're never quite sure how things are showing up in, in your life in one area, then I always invite you to look wider, like how is your car? Like how clean is your car? Is your car really chaotic? If your finances are chaotic, chances are your house is chaotic or your mindset is chaotic or your relationships are chaotic. If you witnessed and saw something when you were younger that formed a money belief, chances are you have repeated that cycle because it's familiar to you and because it's what you know and because you're operating from similar patterns that are familiar. So for me, for example, um, I had, uh, you know, my dad passed when I was very young. My mum inherited a lot of money off the back of that. She probably had a certain element of guilt as to how it came to her. So she self-sabotaged and she essentially, you know, met a partner that was more than happy to spend that money. And we were constantly in a state of loads of money and no money. Um, you know, we would have loads of cars and buy an expensive house and then the money would run out. So then we'd have to sell the house, sell the car um, and downgrade to a slightly less uh, than house and car and and lifestyle and then we'd reach the capacity of that container and then we'd have to downgrade again and it was just and then eventually you know by the time I got to teenage years we were living in a hostel and the house had been repossessed and you know my mum had no car and that was literally she was maxed out energetically she couldn't self-sabotage anymore um, and obviously as a child seeing that I just uh, what the belief that came up for me, the belief that was formed, that was almost like you've got to spend it before somebody else takes it because money isn't safe. And when you've got it, you know, she obviously attracted the wrong people into her life that were only there for ulterior motives. So, um, you know, and I was very aware of that, that people only want to know you for money. So how did that translate for me as an adult? Well, I was always the first to pay for everything because for me, having money meant that people liked you, that people um, wanted to be around you. Obviously, I had a lot of past trauma from my childhood, which meant that I didn't want to be around me. I didn't have love for myself. I didn't feel comfortable in my own body. Um, I had a lot of things that I really need to work on, but couldn't, so had to park it. Um, so then for me, the only way that I could have people around me was by paying for everything. I paid for a lot of girls' holidays. I paid for a lot of, um, you know, meals out and coffees because I almost felt like I needed to compensate people for being my friend. And if I didn't spend it on this, then somebody was going to take it anyway. So I might as well do it on something fun. Like it was all of just awful, really toxic behaviors that I had. And then it translated as a business owner to having lots of money. And again, not being in a great place, falling into uh, a place of um, needing to really work on myself and my mindset, but not 
doing it because it felt uncomfortable and painful for me. So instead, resorting to old patterns and behaviours that felt familiar. So attracting people into my life that were only there for one reason, which was my money. Um, and sort of playing that role that I knew they wanted me to play so to be the first person to pay for everything and then my staff started to expect it I started to attract staff members who were impressed by flashy um things that thought I was super successful and um therefore only wanted to be there for that reason because how you attract people into your life is essentially what's going to keep them there so it and it all comes down to self-love so if I had been operating at a place that was really fulfilled in myself, that, you know, I was confident, I was happy, I was fulfilled. First of all, those people would have never got anywhere near me because I would have energetically repelled them. They would have known pretty quickly that they weren't going to be able to get anything from me and they would have moved on to the next person. Um, they wouldn't have been able to jump on any vulnerabilities that I had at that time and really embedded themselves into my life. Um but also I wouldn't have wanted to be around people like that. I would have been looking for my next level of growth, um, which would have been people that were earning even more money than me, that wouldn't have needed me to pay for holidays or coffees or dinners and would have been there for me. And, you know, just the person that I was and, and, and that. So, you know, I'd love to invite you to just kind of do that work anyway. Where are you not quite looking after yourself right now that may leave you vulnerable to energetic leaks, essentially? So that money, as it's come in, are there other people around you that were like, oh, amazing. Well, if you've got money coming in, you know, amazing. You can then pay for this one because you've got more money. You've just got a pay rise. So next dinner's on you. You want to look at those people in your life and a lot of the times people say it, they don't realise, you know, they don't mean it. It's just, it's common practice that people are, oh, you've had a little win on the lottery. Amazing. Drinks on you. Oh, you've had a pay rise. Great. You can get dinner then. And they, they don't mean to be mean, but obviously that is essentially what they're saying is that great. Now you can compensate me. Um, and be aware of when you're saying that as well. If you've got a friend who's like, oh, I've just got one money I've just got an unexpected income are you that friend that's like well god she didn't even pay for me she's got all that money coming in right now what a bitch and she what she couldn't even buy dinner like I've had to pay for this I've had to pay for that look for that sense of entitlement in your own language even if you're unintentionally doing it like look for those patterns and behaviors as well um so first of all you know have you been really intentional with that money when it's come in has it been absorbed with everything else because it's it's a symptom or an indicator of another limiting belief that you feel you need to get rid of it really quickly did you give it purpose and intention so you know that extra money coming in and you're like amazing because now that will pay for this or it will go towards this thing um or is it just like well I didn't really need it so now I don't really know what to do with it so it's inevitably just going to like disappear out the window so like run through your fingers like water because it had nowhere to go so it's just kind of like oh well she didn't need it she didn't want it so no worries I'll just move on down the road to somewhere else so you never really see the benefit of it um, and if you are in that position today then literally sit down with your journal with your spreadsheet and think about okay well I've got this extra money coming in what do I want to do with it like I've kind of asked for it. I've told the universe this is what I've wanted, but I've not given it a purpose. So what can I do with it now? What does this represent to me? What can I use this for that's really going to serve my higher good? Um, and then 
A great psychological tip, so this is kind of based in NLP, is about creating containers. And as women, we are super resourceful. So give me £100, I'll spend £100. Give me £10, I'll spend £10 because I'm resourceful and I'll find a way to make that £10 stretch. And equally, I will find a way to fill that £100 up. So that could be you as well. So if you're used to receiving £1,000 a month and then you suddenly feel £11,000, your creative mind will get into overflow and think, oh, well, okay, well, now we can go to that fancier gym. Now we can buy that slightly better card. Now we can do that slightly better thing. And that's great. If you are looking to energetically up-level your life, um, which we should be doing um, every every month, every year, every day, looking for the next level of ascension for us, because that's what our souls are here to do. That's amazing. But if instead you're like wasting it, you're it's you're it's going on a coffee that you didn't really want. It's going on a subscription that you don't use. It's going on a course that you didn't need. Um, you know, that isn't, that's when that isn't helpful. And what can help you to get out of those patterns and behaviors is creating containers. So if you're used to having a thousand pounds a month and you manage that okay, having that extra hundred pounds, however, is just like tipping you over the edge right now because you're going through this work and you're not quite finished. Then what I would say is, create a smaller container, create a container that is still set to that thousand pound thermostat, that money that you are energetically used to and comfortable with having um, and managing by getting that hundred pounds and literally getting it out of your sight, physically getting rid of it, but in somewhere positive. So maybe it goes to another account on a direct debit, on a standing order where it's automatic. You don't have to remind yourself to do it. You don't have to think about doing it. Just automatically it's in and it's out. So it's like you never even had it. So then you can put it into investments that will allow it to grow and expand further for you. Um, you can put it towards, you know, premium bonds or something that is going to ultimately get you closer to your big money goals. Um, that's a really great way of doing it. So it's like you never had that money when you log into your bank it's like it's not even there. This is a really great way as a business owner as well of ensuring it's it's the profit first approach. So this is how I run my business. So when a client comes in, rather than thinking, oh, I'm getting X amount of money and income, I automatically deduct from the amount what I need for taxes. So I'll take that 20% or 40% or what, you know, whatever it is. And then I will look at what's left and I'll be like, right, well, this year I want to... Um, you know, do this thing. Maybe it's Facebook ads, maybe it's investing in an office, or I want to have so much money in the bank. I want to take so much for myself as a wage um, because I want it to replace this thing. I'll take off what it is that I want. And then whatever is left is what is left. And that is essentially, so for if a client was coming in at you know, £10,000, once I've taken off like £4,000 for taxes um, and VAT, it's, it leaves me with £6,000. So then if I take off, well, I want to take £3,000 as my wage from that client, I'll take that out. So then it will just, and I want £1,000 this, this year to buy an office or to do upgrade something or do something, I'll take that off. So that leaves me like £2,000, what is left. That is essentially, when I see that £10,000 ticket, all I'm really seeing is £2,000. And that is what is left for me to work with and for my operating costs and for everything else. Um, so £10,000 is really only £2,000 to me. And that's how I 
how I think it. Because otherwise, if I thought then that £10,000, I would spend up to the £10,000. Um, and I would be thinking, oh, I've got all of this money coming in. Like, yes, I can, I can afford to throw it away on that, throw it away on this. But actually, I don't. And if I just instead thought of it as £2,000, I would be much more discerning with what I am spending on. I would have a much smaller container to work with. So I wouldn't be tempted to think, oh my God, look how much money I've got over here. Um, and I really do invite you to do that work. If this is something that interests you, um, then obviously we go into a lot more detail and a lot more depth, either in the Millionaire Mindset Bootcamp that I run um, several times a year, which is a really intensive six-week programming um, bootcamp around getting, you know, really getting, diving deep on what those beliefs are, where, how they've been formed, how we reprogram them, how we change them um, and replace them for something more empowering. So I'd love to invite you to either join me on one of the live bootcamps or the self-study version is available all year round. That's on Evergreen. So you can literally today finish this podcast and go and pick that up now. That's always being upgraded and the content's being refreshed and the bonuses are being added because that's sort Obviously, my soul's purpose is, is to continually make things better. Um, or even come and join us in the Fempreneur Society. So that's my business mindset and social media academy, where we look at all of these things and just taking a really holistic approach to upleveling your life and surrounding yourself with great people that are doing great things that like you will be doing. Um, so I'd love to invite you to uh, join me on one of those three journeys. Um, if this is work that has really kind of, you know, hit, hit a nerve, really resonated with you, really indicated that more work needs to be done because when you don't do that work um, and you don't have clarity on the action steps of what you need to do, then you're really setting yourself up for failure like me um, when I was in that position before that, you know, I'd... I'd managed to break the patterns for so long. I'd generated a lot of wealth. And then, you know, things had started to slip in my own mindset. Um, maybe it was a new level of success around that time. I think also, you know, children and just not being all singing or dancing. How just that lapse, probably say I had like a year maybe of just really, you know, my self-care was out of the window. My self-worth was declining that I managed to manifest like just a crazy series of events that meant that I had then started to replicate those patterns from my childhood of having everything and then having nothing and then having everything and having nothing. And once you're in that cycle, it's really hard to break. So I would absolutely love to invite you to do that, that work and, um, and just really honor yourself, your goals and being self-aware, being honest with yourself about what it is that you are at cause for right now, because we know that we are at cause for everything that happens to us, essentially, you know, 99.9999999%, we will have energetically set a chain of motion, a set of events in motion from our energy, from our mindset, our mindset affects the things that we do, our behaviors, the things that we allow, the boundaries that we do or don't put into place. Like we know all of these things. So I would love to invite you to do that work and to, um, to yeah, look at some of the things that I've mentioned and see what resonates. So that when you do get, you know, welcome new abundance into your life, that you are doing the work needed to hold on to it, to allow it to multiply, allow it to grow, allow it to breathe, expand 
and serve you at a much greater level, that we're not just unintentionally self-sabotaging ourselves and spending money mindlessly. Um, so we never really see the benefit of it. If you're doing all that work to manifest new money coming in, which is exactly what you should be doing right now, um, we want to make sure that once it's in, it's here to stay and to serve a higher purpose for us. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I've tried to keep it short and keep it actionable. Um, let me know any of your comments, any of your thoughts. Um, either you can contact me on Instagram through my direct messages. So it's the Femalepreneur Coach. You can pop something in the show notes. If there's anything that's really, you know, you've had an aha moment, I would love for you to share that feedback in the the uh, show notes. It really helps leave me a positive review. Um, And yeah, let's go get that money, honey. And let's make this year the absolute game changer and super epic. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been amazing to share this time with you and I feel honored to be part of your journey. If you've loved what you've heard, had an aha moment or found value in this episode, then please do like, comment and share. I would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. So come and find me and I look forward to helping you build your epic life.